0: What? Babe, come in here! What do you want?
1: Oh, hey, there you are. Hey, can you help me take this old PlayStation down to the basement? I, uh, I may have just upgraded to the newest one. Uh, I hope you're not mad.
0: Wait, what? What do you mean you bought a new one?
1: Yeah, it was this big sale. It was, uh, 2% off the retail price. I mean, I know it's over budget, but, you know, I just gotta be the first one to have it.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Well, why don't you follow me down to the basement then? Can you open the door for me?
1: Sure. Hold my beer.
0: Got you now. I've got a special dungeon down there just for you. Enjoy your PlayStation. Ah! Feels like it's been a while for some reason. Yeah. does it? Like, it does. Feels like it's been more than a week. It's been a very long week. How is it with your parents? It was something. Let's just say that. Just long enough. Hmm. Okay, well, before we get started, um, we have a few new Patreon members to shout out. Oh, oh my God. As always, we have Dina, Courtney, and Heather, who have all joined to support us this last week. So, thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys.
2: Thank you you for being here today.
0: And we have a very special surprise shot today, by request, from Sarah, who had specifically asked for us to take this... (sighs) Shot. That's not just a shot.
1: Why? I feel like she hates us. She's been no, She's sh- been a supporter for so long, but I feel like she just did this on purpose. She
0: wants us to feel the love here, Um which you can probably tell what this means for those of you who are watching on YouTube. Mm. Car bombs. Car bombs.
2: We don't know what they are, but we do because we got wasted last time. Well,
0: oh, sorry. at least
2: I won't be nervous tonight. Jen's got a date. Jen's got
0: a date. It's a double date. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like this is more like meet the parents than a double oh, yeah. date. <laughs> you,
1: is this the first time you're meeting this guy Second. in person? No. No. Oh, I was about to say. Second. And you're it's gonna... a group hang. So tonight's story is a fascinating story. Sure to... Make us all in a happy mood. Uh-oh. Uh, and I want to go ahead and shout out the request. And it is from Regina.
2: Oh, hey, Regina.
0: Regina. So,
1: all right, guys. So, this is a request for Regina. Thank you so much. She is a Spremo. She has been a fan of ours for a, an extremely long time. Yes. And also, if you would like to request your own stories, you can do so at the blog, talkmurder.com. However, we do tend to focus on Supremo story requests more since we uh, there's only a limited amount of stories I can do. So, but False. you can go to
0: there's an unlimited amount yeah. of stories that you
1: can do. So you can go to talkmore.com, dot com. And I keep forgetting to mention this, but one of the perks and I think it's like three dollars is like the lowest tier or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is you can get all the episodes ad free. And that yeah. right there is worth it, especially for some reason. You people like to binge us, which sounds awful to me. But if you're going to binge it, just three bucks, man, and you get all the episodes. Add Frizzle,
0: all of them. Every single episode yeah. is on there.
1: Yeah, because we don't we don't actually control what the uh, ads are. And I know it's a lot of progressive ads, which is fine to me because Flow. But <laughs> well, no, she's not on there anymore. Yes,
0: yeah, she is. Yeah, they brought her back. I think. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Well, mm-hmm. the, it's some new guy. Jesse. I don't know.
0: The mayhem. All right. So tonight's story is
1: for you, Regina. It is a story that we're gonna do. I'm not gonna say it's good. Now, let me preface the story, and then you can decide if you want your kids to listen to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was gonna say we've got a long list of surprise shot <laughs> dedications we can go do if we feel like we need yeah, to. I've got to drive down to Folly tonight. This is true.
1: So let me preface this episode. Before I tell you what it's about tonight, we are actually going 90 miles away or less 90 miles or less away Uh from where Adolf Hitler was born.
0: Oh, (laughs) interesting.
1: Where was Hitler born? Austria. You were supposed to guess that you're the.
0: You did ask me this week. Hey, have you ever been to Austria? And so, I, this is not where I was expecting us to go. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So, Nicole has read a bunch on Hitler.
0: Yeah. And fascinating.
1: It is a really fascinating story, or World War Two, that is. But this has ties to the Nazi war machine. Ooh. This story.
0: Okay. Regina <laughs> picked this for us, didn't she? She knew we would love this. Do you remember
2: when John, when John flew his German flag oh in, my that, God. in the studio originally yes.
0: and it looked like it was a Nazi flag? We didn't realize you could see it from the outside and they were like, oop, we're taking this down." It wasn't a
1: Nazi flag. It just had no, the eagle, the eagle. On it that was used from by the, the
0: SS. Right. <laughs> the SS. <laughs> but but exactly. an unassuming
2: passerby <laughs> would think that, you know, we were a house full of Nazis. Yes, which yeah. is
0: Nothing Far, further than the truth, yeah. considering t- we have a quarter Jew and yeah. a half Jew in this house. A quarter least. Jew? Me. Yeah, Jen. Jen's oh, quarter. F- not a quarter. Yes, I yeah. am. counts.
1: So if you're new here, my name is John. This is Talk Murdered Me podcast. Welcome. I put all my sources, photos, and videos on talkmurder.com. I'm writing a blog post for this right now, so please go there and share it. Plus, you definitely want to see the videos of this horrific crime that we're going to be talking
2: about tonight. So interesting to me that Hitler wasn't even German and became the leader of Germany.
1: Well, he also became the the uh, leader of Austria and all the other countries he took over.
2: True. Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
1: So this is Austria, and uh, we're actually going fairly recent tonight. Two thousand eight.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: So what was going on in two thousand eight?
0: Economic crash.
1: There you go.
2: President
0: Obama was elected. Look at how, like, organized that looks, though. Like, all the every building, square, courtyard. Look at that. Yeah, well, kind, it's, of amazing, yeah.
2: Very kind of amazing. Very planned cities. New York is kind of like that on a grid system. Yeah. Boston is
0: not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, is not. It's Charles like, like not get there. the fuck out of here is what Boston system <laughs> is.
1: Now, Hitler became an Honorary citizen of Amstetten, where we're going to tonight. Hmm. This was during his takeover. And the the uh, city actually, he grew up 90 minutes away. And the city, quote, filled him with great pleasure, end quote. So he loved. Sounds kinky. Yeah. yeah.
2: So like he became an honorary citizen while he was taking them over. So it wasn't no, like, no, no, a, no, I not, guess you're taking this us over so you can be an honorary uh, citizen. no, no, no,
1: no. Here's a uh, report from a local history book. It says, quote, the crowd were screaming and waving, end quote. They wanted him there. So a lot of places like, I guess, Austria, they wanted the Nazi regime to Mm. to take over. All right. So tonight we're actually going to April 19th, 2008. A an apartment manager who you're we have a photo of him. He an old guy. He. He rushes into the Amstetten emergency services it was Saturday morning April 19 2008 around 7 a.m a uh, elderly man an old man rushes into the Amstetten emergency services and the gurney comes out all the nurses they put the patient on this gurney and it wasn't him this old man brings in a 19 year old, Woman and from his apartment, who he claims collapsed at his apartment building. Now he owns eight apartment buildings inside this one uh, photo, and I'll show you the apartment here in a little bit. And I am not going to be able to pronounce the apartment from which she collapsed.
2: Can we see it so I can try? Sure. I like pronouncing hard words.
1: It, this isn't this isn't a word you're going to be is able to get.
2: N- not English. <laughs> it's okay. Diebstrasse
1: 40. <laughs> I doubt that's it.
0: <laughs> Belly and effort. I All don't
1: right. know. Well, we'll, we'll listen back and see if you get it right. So the apartment was, and I'm just going to go what you said, but is most likely wrong.
2: It looks right to me.
1: Diebstrasse 40. And the spelling of that is Y-B-B-S-S-E. T R A S S four zero.
0: They don't like vowels, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they got an E in there. <laughs> and a Y, right?
0: <laughs> Sometimes.
1: <laughs> All right. The, uh, the apartment was built up of eight sub apartments. We don't actually have a photo of the woman that came in. Okay. For reasons that I'm going to explain to you.
2: She was unphotographable? Mm-hmm.
1: There was A ghost. I w No, let me just let me just say her and another victim tonight who were in the hospital were under extreme security from the media. Oh. And I'll get to this later.
0: Celebrities?
1: But the security team they brought in, I'm trying to find it real quick.
0: Maybe a diplomat?
1: It's it's like the special forces or delta force of Austria. I think they're called the Cobra Force. Uh-huh. Their, the specialized unit and their main object objective was to not let any photographer or any press or anybody whatsoever get any photographs of the victim because the going rate for one photograph of the face was $1.5 million. Wow. Everyone wanted to know what she looked like. And until and this day, I cannot find she's. Well, let me step back. Um, till this day, I couldn't find a photo.
2: So it was either a very popular crime or a very popular victim. Exactly. Hmm. Or both.
1: Exactly. Her condition, when she was at the apartment, she apparently had bit her tongue. Ooh. She had pulled her hair out. Oh. She went into a fit, like a, a medical fit.
2: So she w- sounds like she might have been having a seizure from
1: Dr. Albert Reiter, the the main doctor taking care of her, quote, she was in a life threatening condition. She was unconscious and had to be ventilated. Several of her vital organs had failed, end quote. Most of her teeth were missing. Hmm. There were several bald patches. Now, how old is she?
2: Nineteen, you 19. said.
1: Her hair was completely gray. Her skin was quote deathly white. End quote. She was severely anemic. Y'all you know what anemic means? Mm-hmm. What?
2: You have low iron levels. Anemia is your vitamin B twelve and your do I iron. do
1: you know that for certain or should I look it up?
2: No, I think she's. I'm right. right. I I'm anemic.
1: Is this like uh, another one of them, Reverend? Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think she's right. Look at that. It makes you feel weak often, right? Yeah, you have low iron levels
2: in your blood. Go ahead, look it up.
1: I want you to look it up. Initially, doctors thought that she was poisoned. Poison. And but several tests ruled that out. And if you guys play Resident Evil, if you get poisoned on the game, make sure you take the blue flower. The blue flower cures poison. Red
2: flower, blue thorns. Red flower, blue thorns.
1: She was immediately put on dialysis and she was delivered her last rites.
0: But we don't know whether she's alive.
1: There is no photos of her available whatsoever. Now, just just listen. Is this?
0: I am so intrigued by what's happening here. I'm trying to remember. Regina, this right I love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. The reason you probably you may have heard of this story. So far,
0: not ringing any bells.
1: Luckily for Austria, the world fucking collapsed in 2008, and people had bigger problems. <laughs> I mean, you can't pick True. a better fucking time for that. This girl, her name was Kirsten. Dunst. Yes, this is Kirsten Dunst.
0: I was always wondering what happened to her. So,
1: this was going on for a few hours. They actually had to put her into an induced coma. Oh. Now, her organs are starting to fail one by one. She looks like a grandma with no teeth. She looks awful.
2: But she was only 19. But no one, none of
1: the doctors could figure out what was going on. She wasn't poisoned. They did all the poison tests. They could not figure out what was going on.
0: Seems so, like a case for Dr. House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. The uh, The alcoholic Dr. House. No, he was on pills. <laughs> Vicodin. He, Vicodin. Mm-hmm. So they reached out to the old man that brought her in and, and said, hey, Is there anything, do do we know who her parents are? What is going on? This old man comes back to the hospital and he hands the doctor a note. And Nicole, if you want to read this note. This note is from the supposed mother. Now the mother had dropped the daughter off at this apartment building. Just left her there. This is what the letter said. This was apparently written by the mother.
0: Wednesday, I gave her aspirin and cough medicine for the condition. Thursday, the cough worsened. Friday, the coughing got even worse. She had been biting her tu- biting her lip as well as her tongue. Kirsten is very scared of strangers. She has never been in a hospital before. I've asked my father for help because he is the only person she knows. P.S. said, Kirsten, please stay strong until we see each other again. We will come back to you soon.
1: All right. So what do you notice about that?
0: The only person that she knows is her grandfather.
1: Yes. So that's reclusive. That is her grandfather. Now the grandfather
0: that brought her in.
1: Yeah. So he didn't know this at the time and we're going to get to this, but his daughter has done this a few times before Her, His daughter ran away from home at a very early age and joined a religious cult a sect uh-huh. and has been getting pregnant and dropping off her kids at the dad's house. And they were her looking father. for her. exactly, but no one has ever found her before. The grandfather actually goes back and, and in the, the jacket that uh, was wrapped around Kirsten, there was a note and he found that after he got back from the hospital and then he pulls it out and he's like, yada, yada. Oh God, this is, this is actually my granddaughter. So he goes back And to the hospital now.
0: And he had met her before this, though? No,
1: no, no, no. Because his daughter, the, the mother of Kirsten, ran away and joined a religious sect.
0: So the girl's 19. And has
1: been living with her mother in this cult.
0: And so even though the letter says the only person she knows is her grandfather. Yeah. That's not like she knew other humans existed. Huh? Perhaps. Like the way that that was written, it made me think the only person she ever met in her life was this grandfather. Well,
1: the, here's the thing.
0: Did you get that? That's what. That's how I interpreted well, that letter. All right.
1: So the grandfather goes back to the doctor, gives him the note, but that note doesn't really help them that much because Doctor Ryder, Albert Ryder, was losing losing his patient, and this really struck home to him. He was really heartbroken over this and he was determined not to lose her and i'll tell you if he did or not later but he was losing her she was her organs were found he could not figure out one way or the other the grandfather couldn't provide any information the the only person that would be able to provide any information is the mom does that make sense Mm -hmm. okay but the mom's in a cult Mm -hmm. okay so dr Ryder does a press conference and this is this is not usual but he was in such dire straits that he went on television national television and did a press conference pleading for the mother saying listen we're not going to bring law enforcement in and 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 bust you or anything else. I just need information on your daughter. What is wrong with her? Is there anything in your medical history that we can use to to actually save her life? Because right now she's about to be dead. He does a press conference pretty much knowing that nothing's going to come of it and she's going to die. However, a few days go by and apparently the mother did see the press conference on TV. A few days later, this old man calls the doctor and says, and he's all excited. Guess what? My daughter has returned from the cult. Huh. So I'm going to drive her down there. Now, she doesn't want to be questioned by any police because they're going to question her. Number one, where what cult is this? And number two, how... How could you how could you let this happen? And number three, you had three other kids that you just dropped off in the past to your to your dad. You know what's going on? Like She could face charges. Right. So the grandfather's like, no, please don't get the police involved at all. And she'll come in and figure this out. And the doctor's like, I don't I'm not even going to ask her where she's been for 24 years because this is 24 years ago. The daughter had left. The, I mean, her daughter is 19 now. Yeah. So, So she she, was gone for a very long time. At
0: least 19 years she's been gone. Or 19 years and nine months she's been gone. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, he says, I don't care where she's been for 24 years. We just want to save Kirsten. That's all I care about. She, the mother, her name is Elizabeth, looks like complete death. Some cult. The doctor wants to know why she abandoned all these children and where she's been for 24 years. But he knows that that's not his place. He just wants to try to save Kirsten. However, he did notify the police. And the police did question her. They came to the hospital and questioned her. The mother was 42 years old. She was completely disoriented. Her hair was completely gray and every one of her teeth were missing. Every one of her teeth were out, had rotted out. Now, detectives actually started grilling her pretty hard. Now, give me, uh, what do you guys think so far? Like, what what do you think?
0: Like, I'm trying to imagine what kind of cult could this be, where all their teeth are gone and all this stuff. A meth cult. Ooh, maybe. Good call. Like, is that a big drug over there? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Could be. I know there's a couple meth cults in uh, Somerville, but I don't know.
2: Not downtown. (laughs) Downtown's (laughs) really (laughs) cute.
1: All right, the Um, detectives started grilling her pretty hard. What what were you going to say? Well,
2: I was going to say either, like, a drug cult or maybe, like, one of those cults where, like, you know how some people have fetishes and, like, one is, like, people looking like grandmas? But, or, no, I was thinking more of, like, babies and, like, like, sucking teats and, like. What the know. fuck Amy, are you talking? I'm sucking I don't know. Teats? I'm fucking drunk. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Babies and sucking teeth. <laughs> I don't She's know. What the real weird type cult? Yeah, like oh. really that, weird. That
2: may or may not exist in this. I don't world. know if that's a thing or not, but you, you know, know, somebody's into it. I'll guarantee it. Well, not right. me, but you know. So at this point,
1: Kirsten is in an induced coma. Did Kirsten survive? That's what I want you guys to think through this episode.
0: I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say no
1: now the detectives start grilling mother elizabeth hard and she wouldn't say a word mm. she she had and, no
2: teeth <laughs> how could she say a word <laughs> <laughs> she, sorry she had one of them things did eh, she uh, no. no no just no kidding. but when you have no when you have no teeth it's a bit, bit, bit hard to talk it'll be harder to talk and got hard no teeth talk. no teeth why are you making fun of my family <laughs> <laughs> i uh, had when i was growing up I, my neighbor used to babysit me it, she was she was great i loved her but she always used to be like i have no teeth teeth <laughs> yeah, teeth no i have no teeth no two first that's why you gotta stop drinking that mountain dew mountain dew
1: man <laughs> all right the detectives were grilling her finally after a few hours she broke down this is what she said i'll say i'll tell you everything You want to know, but you have to make me one promise. Now she is crying and breaking down. She has no teeth. She's just looking like total dirt, the Grim Reaper. They're like, Yeah, whatever you need, like just whatever you need.
0: I ain't going to jail.
1: She said, Okay, the one promise I want you to make is my father is outside. In the because the father the old man that brought her in right 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 in his Mercedes he's in the parking lot. Don't let him ever see me again. And they're like, okay, like, all right, continue. Okay, now she's free to talk.
0: Go on.
1: She says, "This. My name is Elizabeth Fritzel. My father, the the old man that brought her in, is Joseph Fritzel." He began raping me when I was 11 years old.
0: Her father? Yeah. Ugh.
1: Then on August 28th, 1984. Now, this is 2008 when she's saying this. So, then on August 28th. She was 24.
2: 1984. No, she was 11. No, in 2008 she was 24.
1: No, she's 42 years old now. Her daughter is 19. She's 42 years old. The, this woman, the, the mother of the Kirsten. Oh, oh, oh sorry. The, I got confused. I, I assume. No, Kirsten is in a coma. No, She's no, about to die. You're
2: right. I just, I just, um, I did the math wrong because I just think. Yeah, this I, is a
1: 42 year old woman. Got it. So sorry. she says, let me start. Her.
2: 24 years ago. Got it. Okay, she said, yeah,
1: she says, okay, my name is Elizabeth Fritzel. My father, Joseph has been raping me since I was 11 years old. Then on August 28th, 1984 24 years ago he drugged me and locked me inside a dungeon under the house since then he has beaten me mercilessly i have been a sex slave kirsten is one of the seven children
0: (gasps) i have heard of this case
1: (laughs) seven children that my own father had impregnated me with
0: what the fuck
1: kirsten was the first
0: there's something on Netflix about this. She was also
1: in the dungeon, which is why in a dungeon there's no light, right? That's this fucked
0: one. up. Okay, so oh, she Hold on, was...
1: hold on. One child... She she goes on. Now, this is a whole thing. One child was dead after three days due to medical neglect. My father locked me in a dungeon and never get out. He threw the baby in the incinerator.
2: Oh, no. Why would you do that? <laughs> so...
1: What the fuck? <laughs> so, so the <laughs> was her
2: father. So Kirsten's grandfather was also her father.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. So she looked like I that just, because hold on, look, we'll a get prod- to it. She was a
2: product of incest.
1: We'll yeah. get to it. She just confessed to bombshell that if you've heard of this case, keep in mind it's from Little Austria, okay? Which if you've heard of an Austria, an uh, Austrian case, then it a big story news so apparently she just told the detective that she's been living underground as her father's sex slave who's been raping her and getting her pregnant and having the children his quote second family living underground oh the the main thing i want to uh get to at the very end which i'm going to answer is did kirsten survive her ordeal did the I don't even know what she is the the granddaughter, Mm-mm, daughter, or, or daughter, whatever. Yeah, daughter, daughter. and da- yeah, daughter. Oh. Because the the man, if yeah. it's true, the man impregnated his daughter, and then Kirsten is the old, eldest child. Yeah.
2: So no, it, she did not survive. All right, that's my statement.
1: She has been in the dungeon, Kirsten, in the coma right now for nineteen years.
0: What? So. It really wasn't a cult that she ran off and joined. So that's that was his story that he made yeah, up. Yeah,
1: is no, there's no cult. He made she has been living under that, his house for 24 years.
0: So did he? So when this whole, like the doctors are puzzled by Kirsten, and they ask, they publicize, like, I need some help to figure out what the fuck's going on here. I'm assuming then the Father slash grandfather said, "Like, okay, it's okay for you to come out and and talk.
1: Yeah, but because, you had to promise me because he
0: was otherwise afraid he would be investigated. Perhaps.
1: Yeah. So it was, <sighs> it was this: you come out, but you stick to the script that you were in a cult, and you don't say anything else, and then you just give them what they need to know about medical stuff, and then you get back in the dungeon. And she agreed."
0: Mm. I believe that there is something on Netflix about this and I haven't watched it. This, but is, I, I this be- is
1: actually more common than you think.
0: You know, I <laughs> This actually, dungeon shit.
2: I'm surprised because yeah. I have not heard this story, but you have. Usually it's the opposite. I right remember now.
0: like maybe even starting to watch it five minutes and being like, oh God, no. And doing it before <laughs> or after our true crime ban. It may have been during and it may have been because it was true crime. And I was like, it's true crime. You can't watch that. It could have been that. Yeah. But right. I do remember the name like Fritz or something, something or other. It
2: reminds me of Miss Frizzle from the Magic <laughs> School Bus, Yeah, which was an amazing show. I used to play the computer game. That was good. I do. I love the one when they go inside the human body. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. get all small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to have Rugrats,
1: a crush on her.
2: Rugrats also has an episode mm-hmm. where they go inside the human body and they say that babies are made from watermelon seeds. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember that.
1: So this is uh, exactly where we're going tonight. I'll put all the photos on Talkmore.com. It looks like a nice little town. Yeah, it does. Yeah, let me show you the dungeon right quick, because it it turns out that this old man actually did everything that he was accused of. Oh. And the dungeon is quite, I don't want to say impressive, but it is impressive.
0: It was something.
1: This is the one, the initial room that she was locked in because at, at first it was just one room. Oh. So you see she was tied up here and for months she was tied up.
2: At least she was near a bathroom. I mean, I'm not trying to be... That was
1: all she could do is walk to the bathroom. Well, but I'm this not was to... the this was the only part of the dungeon at first and then he made his daughter, which we'll get to, dig the rest of the dungeon with her bare hands. What? And that took 10 years to do. This is the outline of the complete dungeon. So you see bedroom two. Now remember, there were three kids also in this dungeon. Now he had seven. One was miscarried. So where's the other three? Ed, They're upstairs.
2: They're living upstairs? Yeah. Are they boys?
1: I'm not. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But he's got a family upstairs and a family down, a subterranean family, and they don't know about each other. What? And <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy. <laughs> All right. So, so I'll put this photo on
2: talkmart.com. This looks is, like the size of a whole house. Like that looks like you know when you think about a living area, like like when you think about housing plans, it's like here's the bedroom, here's the bathroom, here's master bedroom with bathroom, here's the closet, here's the living area. Mm. That's like a whole plan. That's crazy. Yeah, so this is, you know, the initial room, and then
1: all this was dug out. There's a bedroom one here, a bedroom two, uh, the living area, workshop, utility room. Can
2: I just make a comment? Ceiling no higher than five foot six inches. Yeah. and and That means they'd have to, like, crawl around.
1: Yeah, and I'll get to that. In fact, one of the kids was five nine, and he's permanently crippled because he couldn't (gasps) ever stand up straight.
2: Oh, man.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. The padded room, which we're going to talk about, that was the rape room. Oh,
2: no. There's, there's
1: still no available photos of that because they don't want to put that out. But Ugh. initially, as we we're going to talk about, he was raping his daughter in front of his kids. Oh, my God. That's terrible. And then the he decided thing... to build the rape room, which was uh, padded.
2: That's, that kind of reminds me of like, you know, in movies where you see the padded jail cells that they're like, they put the psychiatric yep. word in. That kind of reminds me of that. I have a question. For you guys. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to get us off track. But I do wonder what you think. What do you think is worse? Torture. Like something like this. Where you're forced to dig your dungeon with your own hands. And live and be raped. Or just murder. What's the worst crime? Well.
1: If you ask Elizabeth Fritzel, Who was underground for 24 years. she, she The only she wanted to be exterminated but as a mother her main priority was her children so right but fuck I'd rather be murdered man serious living in a dungeon digging up shit being raped so let's look at the guy oh, right quick. I
0: think so. You don't
2: really think about it that often when you think about crimes like that. But I think that torture may be the worst crime because you're prolonging the punishment. Yeah. Although you're taking life away, which is a capital. That's that's terrible, terrible, terrible. But I mean, like it you're makes it You're making the life
0: miserable for that person. So is he married? So was he like still? That's well, his original on.
1: wife. Hold on. So what you're looking at now is Joseph Fritzel, J-O-S-E-F Fritzel, and his wife Rose Marie. Now Rose Marie was the upstairs wife, and from all accounts, the detectives ruled her out as a suspect. Everyone else has ruled her out as a as an accomplice.
0: But she knew what was going on.
1: The common belief was nobody upstairs, even the eight tenants that were living in the apartment, had no idea that there was a subterranean dungeon where Mm -hmm. the family living in Was she the mother of... She was his first wife and the mother of seven children on her own. Mm -hmm. So she, Rosemarie, seven children with Joseph Fritzl. Mm -hmm. The subterranean, one of those children, Elizabeth, the daughter is in the subterranean dungeon also delivered seven babies one one died well actually one was miscarried and the other one died uh within a few days okay. right but
2: he was but his the one who was subterranean was the daughter of her it, correct yes. yeah yeah that, yes. yeah, that's her daughter yeah so yeah. so she thought Yeah, that well, she we'll get, let's get into
1: it let's get into it y'all ask too much questions Sorry. all it's
2: right fascinating
1: let's talk about what well this is This is a photo of what both look like. This is Elizabeth Fritzel and what her father looked like. He looks
2: like an angry Alec Baldwin.
1: Right before he threw her in the dungeon. That is what she looked like. This is another photo of her uh, right here. And there's still no photos available. I did find two that may be her. But uh, the sources were not in English, and as you can see, they are blocked out. But this may be her, the blonde being the mother, Elizabeth, and her daughter, Kirsten, walking. But I I cannot prove that or not. I'll put those on talkmore.com. And that's the only sources I found that could be her. And as you see, even now, no one has seen her face. You, You cannot see her face anywhere for instance, a nurse had took a picture from his cell phone, in 2008, and tried to sell it to one of the newspapers for $500,000, and it wasn't even like of her, it was just a side shot of her face, and he was arrested. So there's no, there no photos available of them. Mm-hmm. Now, as we'll get to, there's photos of his other kids, because he had kids living upstairs, and they're, you know... And this guy was rich, so they're living the high life upstairs, not knowing that their sister is downstairs in this dungeon. So this is the house you see. This is kind of what we I uh, just showed you, but uh, you see where the dungeon is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty elaborate, and that's a pretty large house. And there were eight tenants living there, paying rent to, mm. and, and n- nobody knew. The eight tenants didn't know, okay. and and everything else. So, but anyway, let's talk about this guy, Joseph Fritzel joseph Fritzl, he was born april 9th
2: 1935 so he was alive during the times of hitler uh-huh. was he a hitler sympathizer or part of hitler
0: youth perhaps he
1: was a part of hitler youth there you go this is his mug I mean, so right was here. pope
2: john paul ii but... or was it pope benedict how
1: however this
0: guy? i'm pretty sure that their life outcomes were very different
1: <laughs> how about this guy he, he, he looks crazy he your type jen
0: Oh.
1: All right. So Joseph Fritzl was born on April 9th, 1935. He grew up in the Nazi regime. As I said previously, Hitler did take over Austria, which they wanted, the citizens wanted. He became an honorary citizen and he was actually born in Austria. Mm. Well, actually, March 13th, 1938 is when Austria invited Hitler. To occupy uh their country. So what I'm trying to say is that
2: aged well for them.
1: Yeah. He, Joseph Fritzel, was used to seeing the war, and Austria was a, a significant uh strategic point of World War Two, and I'm not an expert, but Anyway, less he was used to seeing the stormtroopers coming in and out and the SS officers and, and everyone boosting. Did you say
0: stormtroopers?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what?
0: Is that Star, Star Wars. Wars.
1: <laughs> the stormtroopers. That's from Star Wars. The st- yeah, oh my god, you guys are you guys, Do you,
0: they also call them stormtroopers? The and? Nazi
1: stormtroopers.
0: Oh. Yes. the thing?
1: How do you not know? You read like seven books on fucking Hitler. <laughs> I've never heard
2: them called that before. I've only heard that in Star Wars.
1: <laughs> yeah, the stormtroopers. That is like the infantry. The Nazi stormtroopers from Imperial Germany were specialist soldiers of the German army in World War I. Joseph Fritzl's father was a stormtrooper. Oh. Something I can't pronounce. We're trained to use infiltration tactics, part of Germans... Improved method of attack on enemy trenches. So they storm the front lines. Men trained in these methods were known in Germany as Schurman, hmm. formed into companies of Schurman. So they were the special forces type of people. Hmm. That's the stormtroopers. He was used to seeing not only the stormtroopers, but the Nazi SS officers' boots on ground. And in fact, Austria... Was bombed by the RAF. Is that RAF? Royal Air Force. Royal Air Force. Yeah. The UK, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They were bombed by by the uh, by England, and then he was in that bombing. He actually had to evacuate with his mother. Hmm. Now, let me talk a little bit about his mother, Maria, a devout Roman Catholic. The father, a poor laborer worthless guy eventually joins the storm but that's after the wife maria kicks him out now the reason i think this is this is a, a calls to uh, stop here and talk about the mother was the disciplinarian to a whole nother level and the father was a pushover mm-hmm. and this if you listen to my my ghoul podcast ed gein also fit this exact scenario and I can't remember his name, but there's a psychiatrist. I think his name is Arietti or something. He developed a theory that if your mother is overbearing, often with uh, religious fervor, and your father is a pushover, and, and to your and your mother berates him and kicks him out the house, and you know, mm-hmm. so opposite of what would be usual for right. us today, then you could possibly develop signs of schizophrenia interesting so he could have had schizophrenic disorder from the, i don't know how this psychiatrist got to that but i remember ed gein was in the same boat yeah. of that a domineering mother and a worthless pushover father and that is the same boat here i just wanted to uh stop and uh okay. bring that up at this time maria actually when joseph was still a child three years old maria the the mother threw him out you're worthless. Get the fuck out of here. You just said three at three years old. GTFO. The Joseph, though, con- considered his father a loser. That's his own words. A quote loser. Interesting. He idolized his mother just like Ed Gein did. And he hated his father. And as I said, his father became a stormtrooper and died short a short time later. But no information about that is available.
2: He didn't die in the war effort. He he died
1: as a stormtrooper. Yeah, in the war effort, but we don't know where. I mean, they they lost contact with him. Got it. Then, at an early age, before he was seven years old, Joseph joins the Hitler youth. Hitler youth. Hitler Youth. Which what is that? You can tell us about that.
0: Nazi juniors.
1: Nazi juniors.
0: Boy it, Scouts for Nazis. It's interesting that he <laughs> <something> like that <laughs> It's interesting with his father being a stormtrooper
2: that he didn't have more adoration for his father. Uh, yeah,
1: that's a good point. I don't think he knew really good point. No, it's a really good point. I don't think he knew that his father was in the war. Because when he got kicked out Everybody
0: he was, was in the no, freaking I, no, war. No, I get it, but
1: like all right, so the mother but stormtroopers would be like SF or something to mm. to uh but so he he gets kicked out, the father gets kicked out by the mother. And I highly doubt the mother's like, "Hey, guess what your father's doing? He's doing all this courageous mm-hmm. stuff. You know he probably didn't know that his father was a stormtrooper until you know whenever he learned that
2: right it, you know if what I'm he saying learned it, yeah
1: because he was kicked out of the house as a poor laborer so and a loser to him. So I doubt he even knew, but he did join the Hitler youth, which was um like Nicole said, a boy scouts for Hitler. The mother then started beating him, and this is from his future sister-in-law, the quote, beating him until he was black and blue almost every day. If you want to read this, this is a quote from him. We're going to be reading several of his quotes.
0: She used to beat me. She hit me until I was lying in a pool of blood on the floor. It left me feeling totally humiliated and weak. I never had a kiss from her. She kept insulting me and told me I was Satan, a criminal, a no-good.
1: All right, so I need to stop right now and say that the book that I read for this story and that Nicole's reading from tonight is called Secrets in the Cellar by John Glatt. Glatt, Glatt, Glatt. No? Okay, never mind. (laughs) Shit, stupid. All right, so the family, now I'm not talking about the father, I'm talking about the mother and Joseph, they were poor and starving, but... Joseph used to see SS troops walking around and he that's what he looked up to. And then the bombing started as we talked about the the RAF was bombing Austria because Austria had some of the death camps. I, I don't think there were death camps, but um, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, MAUER clinic Mayer Mauer Clinic Maurer. was a was a hospital to treat, quote, unworthy lives, end quote. And wow. they would treat them by uh, euthanasia. How and they you, were Jewish people. How
2: do you determine who is worthy and who is not? They they looked at their Race. records
1: and see if they had any Jewish uh, uh, background.
2: Well, that is just maddening. But, you know, we lived in 2021, not in the 40s. So,
1: If you want to read this, is from the book.
0: Later, there would be much speculation that Maria Fritzel had sexually molested her young son over this turbulent period as bombs were falling over Amstetten. Perhaps he had felt trapped and disempowered as his controlling mother crossed the boundaries into incest. Man, that's that's terrible. Ugh. Now,
2: so I mean, if you're if you're abused as a child, I mean, you're, Isn't it and much you're not more likely that you'll abuse. I don't know what the statistic is, but common sense would say that. That's the model that you're, you know, if you're not told that it's wrong and your mother is doing that to you, that you would, you would be more likely to do the same to your children.
1: (sighs) He claims that his mother never raped him, but he also claims a lot of other shit that is clearly false. Uh For instance, and I'm skipping forward here, but in 2008, he denied having sex with Elizabeth when she was eleven, because quote, "I am not a man that has sex with little children," I only had sex with her later, much later.
0: Can I cut in real
1: quick? I mean,
0: he—he's he, like changing <laughs> what he thinks is standards. Yeah, are. Well, because
1: he's going to prison, well, and he didn't want to be a pedophile.
0: I mean, not just that, <laughs> but, but he's but-
1: also a liar. His most—the most population believe his mother sexually uh, molested him. And uh, raped
2: him. Well, that would make sense. But I mean, for someone who's who is a victim of assault like that, especially as a young child, maybe especially as a male being assaulted by a female, you know, doesn't necessarily define what happened as rape. You know, maybe he doesn't know what that definite and I'm not defending his actions by far. I'm just saying when he's saying that, that maybe he doesn't. My mom never raped me. Like maybe he maybe that was just the expectation, so he didn't think that it was rape because he didn't feel like he was being forced into it. Interesting. I mean, I don't. I I mean, clearly it was rape. Any type of sexual assault is is terrible.
1: Well, here's here's the thing, and was you got to remember, the father's out of the house. Right. He looked. He idolizes his mother. Not only that, this rape. That's going on between his mother and himself is happening in a bunker as bombs are flying over and exploding all around him.
2: Not only that, but maybe since he idolizes idolized his mother, he was willing to do anything to please his mother because the family dynamics was off because there was no father in the house. We don't really know. I mean, maybe he didn't feel like it was right because he was kind of. Not, I mean, you're not old enough to consent when you're a child, but like maybe he didn't feel like he was being forced into it. Maybe, like I said, he felt like it was just like the expectation. Did he have any siblings?
1: Uh, no, he was the only child. That's a good point. Now, he was a loner in school, a loner, but he was extremely handsome. And I know I showed you the old photo, but his he young photo. Look handsome. No, here, let me show you. From all accounts, he was a fine looking Austrian boy. So you can see he he is a a pretty good looking kid, not bad looking, mm-hmm. not like a John Perry, but more like a Matt Perry. My brother, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a pretty look good looking kid, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. He so, almost looks like a young Joe Biden. Have you seen that picture of Joe Biden? I didn't know Mm-mm. Joe
1: Biden was ever young. I thought he was always decrepit. Always
2: super old. <laughs> okay. There were pictures that came out of him when he was in down the, the, the stairs. service.
1: Yeah, so this is him, Joseph. I mean, good looking guy
0: at that time. At that time, yeah, but when he was in, in his, shape and young twenties. But he and this is
1: important. He was a loner, but he had a lot. He had a lot of sex with girls. A, a gr- he had a lot of girlfriends.
0: So not ones that were. And you'll see
1: incestuous. His libido is on overdrive, especially when he. Gross. When uh, he figured out what Viagra was,
0: oh, oh but, that uh, was a thing back then. Oh yeah, Viagra came out probably in the early two thousands. I don't know. Late 90s? Well, I but, knew in the yeah back then, but I didn't. I, what I meant like back then, back
2: then I didn't well, mean no, like in the nineties. So oh, back wow. then
1: he was. I mean, I'm talking about at sixty years old. He he still had a very strong, an abnormally strong libido. At sixty, I don't know if sixty year old people have sex. Isn't but, that
0: where it peaks for men?
1: I'll let you know in twenty years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 20 years. 25 years have you seen him yeah. at a strip club 26
1: years so he was a loner but like i said but extremely handsome had a lot of girlfriends now he actually figured out and everyone knows this since he was a loner he started reading books and he figured out like a light bulb that he was extremely intelligent and he is he is considered a genius hmm. a and and you'll see. Interesting. I mean, number one, look at the cellar he built. Holy shit! Well, his that daughter is, built. Well, no, most of the planning. As you'll see, the the rudimentary ventilation, the the sewage, the seven uh, large doors weighing one one door itself was weighing six hundred sixty pounds. It has a key code access on it. Soundproof everywhere. I mean, it, he was a genius to build that, and to have nobody even know. He's a smart guy, yeah. And no one's ever questioned that. But he started devouring books, like Nicole. She devours books. I still, it takes me like three weeks to read one.
0: <laughs> it takes me longer. You read than that. a book a week for yeah, this? Yeah, I do.
1: So he was at Amstetten Secondary Sports School, and he was an excellent student. Excellent. His no. his grades were excellent. Uh, perfect student, and this is gonna. He was a disciplinarian when he gets big, but. During the time Hitler's walking around, you, you're you going to act right. Everyone's dress right dress. Everyone's going to do the right thing. We're trying to take over the world. That is his mindset. Every perfect marks in every grade. He figures out he's intelligent. He decides when he gets old enough to go into the electrical engineering field. He takes a job in Linz, L-I-N-Z, and he moves there with his mother. Now, from his own works he claims that he locked his mother in the attic and bricked up the walls till the sun doesn't shine that's what he says and there's no proof of that he did that but
0: he's saying he essentially buried her alive yeah mm-hmm.
1: he worked at a company called Voest V O E S T which is a Herman Goring uh, Goring company which was the financier right was he the financier
0: Goring he was BDSS he, he was the, for sure. You no, know,
1: wasn't he the guy with the glasses that did yeah. the, the books, the yeah. accounting, the accountant? Yeah. So what's crazy about this, this company, that B O E S T was started by Goering. Hmm. I think Goering's the one that killed himself, too, I'm pretty sure.
2: There were a lot of guys on Taylor's team that killed themselves. Mm-hmm. But he was, if, I, if I'm not
1: mistaken, he was the accountant. Anyway... What I'm trying to say is that company is still fucking there today. The The company that he's the, the fucking Nazi SS officer started is still there. Fucking nuts. People are still work there. Wow. Fucking crazy.
2: Well, they have a climate <laughs> protection strategy. Holy That's shit. a positive.
1: It's a fucking Nazi company. Still in existence. It's fucking nuts. So I, it was uh,
0: Mercedes Benz and Hugo Boss. Yeah, so. I guess. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
1: And Ford. Ford was a Nazi supporter.
2: Mm-hmm. Henry Ford was a Nazi supporter. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, he,
1: no, he was more of I just hate Jews.
2: <laughs> I
0: didn't know that. <laughs> so was Walt Disney.
2: Well, I knew about Walt Disney. <laughs> Everyone knows that. I mean, but they still like pour into Disney. Hugo World. Boss to sign the uniforms
0: for <laughs> for the Nazis. Really? Yeah. Oh.
2: Now he's twenty
1: something years old. He is. Moving up in the company at an exponential rate because mm-hmm. of his genius IQ, he then becomes what the book calls a, quote, dandy, like an American Horror Story. Yeah, dandy. It's dandy. Well-trimmed, nice suits, nice shoes, nice haircut, and remember when he was an old man he's driving the very expensive Mercedes-Benz, but around his 20s, he also started exposing his bare penis and butt. Mostly his penis to passerbys.
0: Oh, so okay. he's a flasher and
1: fla And well, actually, they call it an exhibitionist. Yes, I didn't know that. I was like, Man, I want to be an exhibitionist because it seems like an entrepreneur. No.
0: no, you
2: don't. <laughs> no, I got no. a lot of exhibition. You know what? You know what? They that's like the guy in trench coats that's like, You want to buy a watch, right? Exactly. <laughs> buy a
1: watch. <laughs> uh, so he's an exhibition.
2: Why didn't Pee Wee Herman?
1: No, he just wanked it in a... He wanked it in an adult movie. Isn't that what you're supposed to
0: do? No. I don't think you're allowed to do that anywhere.
1: You go and see a porno and you just sit there like, oh man, I wish I could touch it, but I can't. (laughs) Yeah, you're
0: not supposed to touch yourself. What the fuck? It's in public. (laughs) That's indecent exposure. It's
1: a porno. Oh
0: yeah, but you're
2: supposed supposed to take responsibility and save it till you get home. (laughs) Which is why they did straight to DVD and online porno. So don't brought to... to
0: you by Pornhub. <laughs>
1: uh, well, Pee-wee is still kicking it. I actually went to his website the other day because I was trying to register pee but he's got it, obviously. He still tours and stuff.
0: I would never let my child go watch anything Pee-wee Herman. He's fucking creepy. <laughs> fucking creepy, dude. You know who I like
1: uh, who, who better that we used to watch is Ernest. Remember Ernest? I did like Ernest. The Ernest goes to I
0: don't remember those movies. I don't think I ever saw Ernest, them. Ernest Steals Christmas. I, yeah. I remember that. Ernest. I remember wanting to watch it, but my parents were like, mm, no. I liked him. Yeah.
1: Ernest gets a job and fits in with society. Anyway, he was a 20 years old exhibitionist, started his exposing himself. He would ride his bicycle through lens. He would sneak around in bushes and expose his penis to women. In 1956, he meets his future wife, who you saw on the screen. Her name was Rose Marie.
2: How'd they meet? Did he jump in front of her in the park? I, I'm not
1: sure how they met, but he was instantly attracted to her because he says she was dumb. Well, and that's not And easily nice. controlled. This woman would bear him seven children. Around the time of the first child is when Fritzl was arrested for attempted rape and exhibitionism. Then he started after that to resent his wife after a year. And and you'll see Sounds about right. every time his wife gets pregnant, he would go and, and rape other women and stuff. like. He got in trouble with a lot of that stuff. But I want to point out the exact day when he threw his daughter, Elizabeth, into the dungeon is the same day that he stopped having sex altogether with his upstairs wife Rosemarie. he starts to resent his wife after a year he goes to ghana to work in uh work in the Mission? electrical engineering stuffs or whatever huh. he's doing electrical engineering and this is what he says
0: i had various short flings with women in ghana he would later boast nothing serious i was worried about sexually transmitted diseases I always chose nice girls, no prostitutes for that reason. Well, how many kids
2: do you think he really
0: has?
2: (sighs) I don't know. Good point. A
1: lot of them are still around today. I mean, all of them are, I guess. Rosemary, eventually, through their lives, she gives birth to his fourth child, which is Elizabeth, which he called Lizelle. That was her pet name. And as a toddler... He started lusting over her, wanting to think about having sex with her, thinking about how to lock her up. Kind of, kind of creepy. Um,
0: Very, yes.
1: yeah, yeah. And th- and this is a quote from when he throws her in the dungeon. And then this is from the book, a quote from the book when he throws her in the dungeon. But you remember, as a child, he started lusting over her. And I thought this was interesting.
2: I just don't understand how, like, people can think about their children in that way. I, me neither. I, I just, I just, I mean, I guess, you know.
1: Well, so this is kind of the the weird thing about this. He wanted a, a family. And as Rosemarie uh, Rose was getting older, she wasn't. You know the the proper wife that he wanted anymore. So he was already looking for a second wife, and that's when his daughter came out. And then he was like, "Well, she could potentially be my second wife." We'll say, so he crazy. thought
2: because like she was already in the family that he wouldn't have to like go through the motions and get remarried again. So he would just fuck his daughter. Like, I, I don't, think that's okay. Like, that's not okay. He's also
1: a Nazi. So
0: yeah, that's not okay either. <laughs> like, nothing about that is okay. And like a proud collector of rare, exotic butterflies, Fritzl dreamed of one day mounting his ultimate specimen in a glass case, or no one but him could enjoy her rare beauty. Ugh, gross. Gross.
2: gross. You are oh, not- you,
1: you're, you're already, like, gross. You, dude, this story is it doesn't get any better. It gets really bad. Oh, well,
2: I don't care. He, I already think he's gross, so that's not going to change. I'm just already mad at it. So who you're looking
1: at now is, I showed you this before, this is Elizabeth, just so you know. He thought she was the most beautiful thing ever as a toddler. And he started to imagine having her all to his own. All right. So in the summer of 1967, on September 4th, he attempted to drag a woman into the woods. The woman remained silent for 40 years. Then on October 6th, he broke into a newlyweds home, a nurse. When she was sleeping, her her husband, they had just got married, was on the night shift. He also worked in the medical field. She was off work that day, sleeping. He sneaks into her home with a knife, and then she came forward and said he'll never she'll never forget those eyes if you want
0: to read this. Hmm. I felt the bedclothes being pulled back. The woman would tell an Austrian newspaper in two thousand and eight still too traumatized to give her real name. At first, I thought it was my husband coming, but then I felt his knife being pushed against my throat. He pushed it against my neck and said, if you scream, I will kill you. Then he raped me. I will never forget those eyes.
1: So he was actually in prison for 18 months for this rape. Oh, wow. He was fired from Voest, Mm -hmm. the Nazi company. Kind of crazy, isn't it? But he was hired. They actually knew he was a sexual predator and they hired him anyway for a construction company called Zinterbostefhandel. Oh, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, good job. He was a concrete tech specialist, which is crazy because his dungeon is built of concrete and the best poured concrete ever. Hmm. Expertly poured. You can't even hear anything out of there. Well, there you go. This makes me really want to reinforce my dungeon a little bit. Hmm. Now, he was a genius at his job, and he jumped up the ranks quickly. Now, I want to say real quick, the... 18 months in prison in Austrian law, your record is completely expunged after 15 years, which when he goes to adopt his daughter's, his cult daughter's children, AKA his own fucking children and adopt them, they they didn't see that he was priorly, a sex offender because it had already dropped off his record. And that was one of the big things with this case.
2: Wait, wait, but I thought you you can't
1: foster someone if you're a sex offender.
2: Of course not. But like, why is that something that dropped off his record? That should always stay on your record.
1: I, I don't know about America, does it? if you're a sex offender I, yeah, I don't know I'm pretty
2: sure Okay, well, in Austria.
1: In Austria it's 15 years it drops off.
2: The fuck? Like
1: I think they changed that since this case actually cuz that was a big concern. Wow. I didn't look it up here. I don't know when it is. Obviously, I don't need to know, but No.
0: I don't think it ever does. No. I don't think so. I
1: thought it was like 7 years. Is that just for driving?
0: I That's don't for driving. know. Yeah, I think yeah. Driving there are offenses. certain things that get cleared off your record, but Oh,
1: I maybe not felonies. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how it works.
2: I don't know, but, but I, if you're if you're a sex offender, especially one of this nature, that should not come off. Oh, okay, of yeah, that's a good point because in 15 years it did, and that
1: I believe that was changed since the story. That was a huge, huge problem that was embarrassing for Austria at the time. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so because they let this guy adopt and foster children that were his own fucking children. You know, it turns out. <laughs> And as we'll talk about, get paid from uh, the state to do it.
2: Oh, okay. Which I was is gonna, gonna say. So I, piss you off? I, well, that that's pissed me off. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, why he even went through the process of yeah. going to say that he was adopting them. To, was it to hide the fact that he was the father?
1: it was <laughs> no, so he get paid. No money. He's, a, he's an entrepreneur.
2: I've thought about fostering kids. Mm. Like, if I get to maybe like forty five without having my own kid, you know, I like it. If I'm financially stable, then you know.
0: I think it's a good idea.
1: He quickly got promotions at this new company, although the entire town looked down on him and he was young then because of the rape incident. And But eventually that falls off and everyone doesn't know about it. He buys a Mercedes and his suits and becomes all dandy. He then starts visiting brothels in Lower Austria. Remember, he's got a wife and four kids at this time at home. He's going to brothels in Lower Austria so no one sees him and the prostitutes came forward in 2008 that were that he was a you know clientele of many of them refused to even take him on as a client which is unheard of apparently in Austria <laughs> cuz they do some crazy shit mm. but he was too extreme he would make the prostitutes and he would pay i think it was like 220 dollars an hour even back then make them play as corpses And sometimes smear his and their feces on themselves.
0: Oh no! And Uh that
2: (laughs) no, you cannot pay me enough for poop play. Absolutely, and that was only
1: uh, that was only some of the stuff that wasn't censored. What he wanted to do,
2: like I accidentally got dog poop on my hand today from one of the dogs, and I was like, "This is disgusting!" Like, uh, and that's dog poop. Like, no, 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 no. Poop play is out of the question for any future suitors. Poop play is. Totally off the table. Poop play, pee play, none of that is okay with me. Like, no, I don't. uh, No, no. Two girls, one cup. Nope. Mm -mm.
1: Two girls. No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) One cup. (laughs) No. No. Absolutely fucking not. No. That. No. Uh,
1: Mm -mm. The only way he can orgasm, as you'll see, is if the person he's having sex with, or raping in most cases, was extremely close to death. And that reminds me of Andrew Cunanan. If you want to read this, this is from the book. This is, uh, we're moving on to his disciplinarian side. So this story is mostly based on his upbringing, you know, obviously.
0: He behaved like a drill instructor with his children. Said his sister-in-law, they had to stop whatever they were doing and stand still when he would enter the room, even if they were in the middle of some game. You could sense their constant fear of punishment.
1: Now these are his kids living upstairs. 1972, Rose Marie becomes pregnant for the seventh and final time, and in 1973 he he's an entrepreneur by this point. He's buying hotels and stuff. He buys a campsite on Monsey Lake, which I don't know if y'all have ever seen. It's a famous church scene from the blank of. Blank.
0: The sound of music? There
1: you go, yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the hills are alive.
1: Yeah, so that is the
2: area. <laughs> I love the sound so of music. Long. You do? I, I didn't do. know that. So long,
0: I was farewell, like, I viewed it, it's so it I was filmed. very old when I first saw it. I was like 15. I mean, I was like 15 when I first <laughs> saw, saw it for the first like, time. You
2: are 16, going, going on 17. On with All right, so he buys his
1: campsite and it's mostly to, to ship his wife Rosemarie there to so she can look after it while he is getting tenants in his new apartment she started gaining weight and he stopped having anything to do with her no sex whatsoever after the seventh child he started looking for a new wife and lo and behold he's got one
0: his daughter his
1: daughter <laughs> All right, now let's talk a little bit about this and this is kind of where it gets uh kind of crazy now
0: it's, it hasn't gotten crazy yet <laughs> before let's just clarify
1: when elizabeth turned 11 she was first raped by her father she was too traumatized to tell anyone the mother also didn't know and nobody well no i i believe it she didn't know that they they were were in a dungeon that not not only the mother but the three kids no the seven kids that well three that were living there at the time and the the other ones and the eight tenants that were coming
0: they had no, no idea nobody
1: knew Nobody, even the wife. Now, now, this will make you happy. Elizabeth, after this whole reunion and with her real mother and all this stuff, everyone's going to be a happy family. Elizabeth is like, get the fuck out of my life to the mother because you should have left this asshole when he was berating... Uh, you in public and having sex with all these people and raping people you should have done that so i don't want to fucking talk to you anymore you're not my mother so after all this came out she's out but i don't think she i don't think she knew it, there's no way she knew it wasn't like she was going along with it nobody knew none of the tenants knew and now, no not just and I, let me say i say eight tenants that was a revolving door because he had very strict rules to live there there were over a hundred tenants that had come and gone wow. in that building just five feet below their feet because they were on the bottom floor five feet below was a family living in a dungeon and they had no idea now they would hear noises and, and stuff and now they're like oh fuck it does make sense and sometimes they would see this asshole wheeling groceries out in a wheelbarrow to this seller but they never they never put two and two together. And in fact, he was so well and I'll get to this. He was so well loved in the community at this point. He was an entrepreneur, he was providing jobs, he was he was putting into the economy. The he was on the mayor's call list. Not I mean, he was a loved citizen and not only that, you know, you know why he was most loved? Why? Because he was such a good guy that he and his wife Rose Marie took in their daughter's children after she ran and joined a cult and just dumped her children off at his doorstep.
0: And they dumped, dumped her, her children, children. How they off. Off. off the fucked up is up their heart.
1: How fucked up is that? Everyone hates fucking Elizabeth. Before they knew she was in a dungeon, they were like this fucking slut. She's in his cult. She's getting pregnant. She's dropping her poor fucking father. And, and oh my God, you guys are saints. They were calling them saints. They actually had a, an honorary day for this guy. The mayor was there. It was a whole big oh, shenanigan. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah they love this guy
0: so, so it's interesting so now I feel like I'm now my my questions are coming full circle to <laughs> Kirsten so I'm sorry if you're not ready to go there back there yet but it's I find it really interesting that he for whatever was going on with Kirsten he felt so compelled he needed to take her to the hospital instead of just letting her die
1: I'll get to that but Elizabeth, no, number one, she promised, because that's her daughter, that she would come back to the dungeon. Not only that, the, the main reason is because everything he does is for his own good. Carson, remember she was having those fits? She actually was ripping her hair out, which he was okay with. Yeah, you do that in a dungeon. But then she took her shirt, ripped up her shirt, and started clogging the toilet. Which would flood not only the dungeon, but the entire apartment, which would bring people down to obviously be like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. You know that. So he had no choice. If Kirsten and I I believe if you think everything happens for a reason, I think it's I don't know, but Kirsten had these fits. And that is the day they got out because he had no choice the thing the dungeon would flood the the water would seep up in all the apartments it would be a whole mess he knew that you know and then what you know what are these bodies here like what's that about kind of thing i mean this guy is so fucked up so fucked up that when he is finally interviewed by detectives he says some i'll, I'll tell you the quote in a little bit but something to the effect of well i could have just killed them Wow. so I mean <laughs> I
2: mean what the fuck what this the guy, fuck he's a yes. fucking Nazi
1: that's why he started with the Nazi Man. shit
2: yes he was <laughs> well I mean like yeah you could have killed them and then you'd have a body count so instead you're just gonna like fucking torture them and make their life a living hell like
0: mm-hmm.
2: cause that's not <sighs> illegal alright
0: I know we watched this movie together but did you see the movie Room
2: mm-mm I
0: wanted to watch With, it. Um,
1: that's that's got to be based on this, right? Because the sun, the sun was actually born.
0: I think that was in on its own then, based on a true story. Well,
1: the sun was born in the dungeon. Yeah. Which is, you know, three kids here, as we're going to talk about, were born in a dungeon. They've never seen the sunlight or, you know, when they were finally out of the dungeon Driving to the hospital, number one, driving in a car, because they've seen it on Hollywood and movies, but they've never seen sunlight. They've had to wear protective shades for months to get used to the sunlight. They would look out the window, the two kids that were really close to each other, the brothers, they would look out the window and see a raindrop and be like... What is that? Oh my God. What? Like everything, it was like they just came out of the womb. They've never seen anything. They've never seen natural sunlight. They've never seen trees. They've never seen plants. So when they were, and it was kind of nice to see when, you know, in the book, when the detectives were taking them to the park, the the kids, the two little boys, you know, were sitting at the park and, and just like looking at flowers and just so in awe. And, you know, I, I really hope one of them was six. Uh, the, the youngest was six. So he's got the best chance to survive, I think. Or have a normal um, but they're life. They're all going to yeah. survive, obviously, uh, yeah, to have a normal life. So I definitely wish them the best. Luckily, luckily, I couldn't find any photos. And, and that means there's none available because, you know, they, they're all the entire family and uh, name change, yeah, location, yeah, like protective, protection, yeah. custody. They're, they're taken care of probably pretty well. <sighs> Let's move on. You got me off track. Sorry. Now, the rapes would happen in the home when the mother wasn't there, in the car, in his nice Mercedes, and in walks in the forest. And like I said, he said, I'm not a man that has sex with little children. I only had sex with her later, much later. But you threw her in a dungeon, Mm -hmm. but you didn't have sex with her. Anyway, if you want to read this, this is some of his uh, his, uh, quotes here. And you can see how great of a guy this guy is.
0: The pressure to do the forbidden thing was just too big to withstand. At some stage, somewhere in the night, I went into their cellar and laid her down on the bed and had sex with her. He said she did not resist his advances by scratching, biting, or beating, just making small whimpering noises as he had his way.
1: I believe the small whimpering noises, but number one, everyone believes Elizabeth, not this asshole. He didn't lay her down on the bed. Number one, he started raping her before she was even in the dungeon. And the bed was only after Elizabeth begged him to stop raping her in front of her own children. That is why they built the uh, the padded room, the sex room, which you can't even find a photo of. So let me talk about before the dungeon. When Elizabeth hit her teen years, she started acting out and it was Joseph was a disciplinarian. Now this is before the dungeon. You couldn't go anywhere, but she would sneak out. Yada yada yada. I mean, obviously, she was traumatized. So she's acting out, drinking, getting into drugs, stuff like that. And that is when Joseph decided that she does. He doesn't want her to go and be promiscuous. He wants to keep her all to himself. And he calls it his quote personal kingdom. The dungeon itself took six years to build. Now let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the dungeon. You want to see pictures again, or Mm -hmm. okay?
2: Are they pictures of the diagram?
1: I mean, there there are a couple pictures here. I mean, there's a couple little pictures like uh, you know, like this. I mean, there's a lot of rooms that uh, were not put to the public because of the uh, children's sake, right? And the privacy, like the rape room, for instance. Mm -hmm. I mean, how bad is that? They can't even put the rape room on here, you know? I mean,
2: so. Really, just terrible living it, yeah, conditions. Yeah, no, it's
1: it's terrible, and the it did have ventilation, obviously, because they they need oxygen. But the ventilation was so subpar that when detectives were in the dungeon, they had to stop every ten minutes because you know you need oxygen to even function. So, what they have surmised, and what Elizabeth and all of them have told them and agreed with. The entire 24 years, you couldn't do anything but lay down and sit down in the dungeon because you don't, there's not enough oxygen in there. You're constantly struggling for air for 24 years. You don't have any air. You feel like you're going to die of 24 years. So you can't do anything but lay down. Lay, you just lay down. It's fucking fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> the dungeon took six years to build and it didn't cost them anything because. The Austrian government gave him a grant to build it. You want to know why?
0: <laughs> I'm almost speechless. Because of his fostering? To build a dungeon? <laughs> I don't know. No. Did like... he think that, that they
2: think it was just going to be an addition to his house? No. They they signed off
1: for a, a nuclear bomb shelter to be built. Oh, God. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? they had planners come sign off on it gave him money
2: and in 1978
0: cold war was still going on in the 80s uh, it was still
2: going on
1: oh yeah you're right so okay you're right that's why they did that then so they were allowing a lot of people to build their own bomb shelters in case citizens need them i was thinking when kennedy died the cold war ended but no 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 yeah mr Gorbachev,
2: tear down that (sighs) wall well, I remember my mom telling
1: me she used to have to do duck drills and stuff.
0: Duck and cover. So the we co- had cold war tornado went, drill recently.
1: The Cold War went until... 90. 90. With Clinton, right? Then he signed the arms treaties. No, it was Reagan. Reagan did that. Are you sure?
0: The, uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, Bush ran in 92. Huh? The wall came down in
1: 1990. Okay. Anyway, they stamped and approved the design on October 31st, 1978. Obviously he left a lot of the plans out of the the you know the sheet. In the dungeon there are eight locked doors, eight to just get into the dungeon. Eight. They're all electronic key code in there. There's a crude ventilation and sewage system, 250 tons of dirt and reinforced concrete. So all right, this takes years to build. So his wife, yeah, they know there's a cellar down there. They know that he's down there all the time. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. they know this. I mean, you, how do they not know you build a fucking dungeon, takes six years? I mean, it's your backyard. They know all this stuff, but they just thought it, it was his private quarters and, and they were forbidden to go in there. I mean, it does, it seems outlandish to their, their defense that anyone would have a family down there like what the fuck they just thought he was a weirdo and likes to go down there like a man cave as we'll get to the daughter running away to a cult he was distressed by that when she officially ran away and sent that first note he went to the police and filed a police report saying my daughter joined a cult please find her he then goes on a public news station pleading for his daughter. Please come home. You're hurting us. Falsy. Fucking she is in a dungeon. God damn. This guy is the worst type of fucking people.
2: Like, did they the police didn't come and search his a house? A lot of
1: people came. When when?
0: I mean like when during, he first reported his daughter murder. Yeah, like they didn't No,
1: man. no. They because I mean, they just took it at you got a successful businessman that has contacts with the mayor. You think they're gonna search his house? And plus where else he got would she ahead be of it. he, he got ahead aunt. of
0: it by filing yeah. a report going on the news yeah if there people is... were just suddenly like oh where's your daughter you know he got he, ahead of the it
1: people were he had this sympathy people were you know pitying him because his daughter runs away and joins a cult this
2: is almost like John <laughs> Bonet though like you, they call the police and say that the daughter is missing and then like they come down don't you think that you would well, expect it they didn't it?
1: fucking do it it was the photographer. <laughs> I don't
2: fucking know. It was Burke, number one.
1: You don't know that for sure.
2: Number two, like you would think that you would want to search the entire home for some sort of evidence or like even to allow the dogs to sniff.
0: But it was clear that it was hidden pretty well because people had been coming to do other things in the house. All right,
1: if your daughter runs away, Jen, even now, the cops are not. They, they may be like, can we come in and, and talk and, and get some information? But they're not going to be like, wait, did you do it? Where, where's the body? Let's search. Search party. Because number one, they got to get a warrant and they have to have some reason to believe you have anything to do with your missing yeah, daughter. I guess you're Maybe right. your wife yeah, I being missing, but your daughter. I guess you're right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, the top floor of the home was theirs. And then the bottom floor was the eight tenants, which were hundreds of people coming in and out because there's ridiculous standards, like no dogs, for instance. It was just a very, like, no going outside in the backyard, uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> There's a fucking dungeon right there. Type of shit. Real quick, the, the tenants did know, number one, they suspected someone stealing all their food. He would he had keys to all the apartments. He would go and steal the food. Because he can't go down to Harris Teeter and buy a shit ton of dungeon food. People dungeon. Will be, He's, he's got to go somewhere <laughs> else. So at first he was stealing it from his tenants. Then he was... This guy is such a frugal asshole. He was actually di- uh, diverting some of their energy power to the dungeon. So they would be at work all day, have everything off, and still have skyrocketing energy bills. But, I mean, what's the alternative? There's someone a family living down there? I mean, before this, no one thought that was even possible. Well, he definitely
2: <laughs> knew what he was doing.
1: Yeah. L- Elizabeth, before she goes in the dungeon, she runs away. And... Because she's tired of being raped by her father. January 28th, 1983, her and a friend escaped to Vienna, but they were brought home after three weeks. Why is this a good thing? Because for the Joseph. Here. Oh. Why is he... Well, at first he was livid, but now he's like She this,
0: wants to come home? No. Because well, she, why is it
1: good that his daughter just ran away?
2: Because it gives record that she's a she runaway and oh. this is type of the behavior. No, officer, She's she's done this before
1: you know what I'm saying she's done this before here we go that was actually uh, uh, that was actually one of the worst things she could do but i mean who would have known i mean she didn't she knew her father was building the cellar she didn't know she was going to get thrown in there right right all right so on tuesday august 28 1984 um the mother was away on the rental properties And he asked his daughter or demanded his daughter, Elizabeth, to stay. She was the only one of the kids staying with him. Daddy's girl, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. the only one staying with him at the house. As I said, Tuesday, August 28th, 1984, he asked Elizabeth to help him. He's almost finished with the cellar, his man cave, but he needs help moving a 600 pound door. So she obliged using an ether soaked rag. He chloroformed her. She woke up seven doors deep inside the dungeon mm. tethered to the toilet. Oh god. And that is where she 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 woke up. And if you want to read this, this is from the book.
0: Like an animal, he raped her again and again until he was spent. He turned off the electric light leaving her dazed in pitch black darkness and left carefully locking the eight heavy doors connecting the dungeon to the outside world.
1: All right, so this is where it gets pretty bad. Elizabeth would spend the next 8,516 days inside this subterranean rape dungeon. 8,000 fucking 24 years. 24 fucking years. Her daughter was almost 20 years old. She had spent 20 years down there. Fucking crazy, right? 24 fucking years in a dungeon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about the uh, woman under the bed. What was it? Seven years? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, even her. Jeez. She would scream, scream at first, in the first couple months, scream, but no one would hear. It was just too soundproof. She was also tethered for three months to a cable to the toilet. She actually learned to cooperate during the rapes, and she realized that if she didn't scream while he was raping her, that she would actually get food. You know, for days, he didn't put food down there. He would just come in there every two days and rape her. And then she realized that if she wouldn't scream, he wouldn't beat her and he would actually give her food. All right. That's pretty bad, isn't it?
2: That's terrible. That's worse than pretty bad.
1: Yeah. And you know what's really terrible? And I'm going to spoil it for (sighs) you. It's
0: hard to get worse than this. So go ahead.
1: Yeah. I'm going to spoil it for you. But obviously he's still in prison.
2: he should be
1: maybe maybe for his the rest of his life
2: good still alive
1: we don't know that yet it was only 2008 when he got caught
2: yeah but he was born in the
1: 30s he almost got out completely because he pled insanity oh god and the lawyer what a piece of dump the lawyer saying oh my god this lawyer will fucking make you puke (laughs) saying no you're distressing my client Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> it must be tough to be a defense lawyer, <laughs> though, f- when you think about it. like Even if you believe that your client is guilty, you have to defend them.
1: Yeah, I, I get it. I get the the lawyer's duty, but still, mm-hmm. man, you, you're going to say you're, he was insane and had no idea his daughter was locked in a dungeon and was raping her for 24 years? It's, it's a stretch. If you want to read this.
0: Several times a day, he would come to rape her before giving her scraps of food. Later, she would tell police that she had no choice but to submit to his violent sexual attacks or starve to death.
1: Yeah, so when Elizabeth came home, he actually calls her. So remember, she's off doing the rental properties. He's like, I got some bad news, honey. Our daughter, the one that we love so much, ran away and joined a a sect, religious cult. And she left a note that says something like, don't look for me. And, And it was written by her, you know, because if not... I mean,
0: he would rape her. He, yes. I mean, he
1: was raping her anyway, but she would get beat and probably killed. But yeah, it was definitely written by her. And he goes to the police station with the note. It's her handwriting. They mapped it out from her schoolwork, stuff like that. It's her. Yeah, she definitely wrote this. I mean, what's the alternative? He's got her locked in a dungeon? I mean, that just doesn't happen. So he, she wrote this. She's definitely in a cult. He goes to the newspaper. They actually bring a photo. He brings a photo that when I showed you, this is what she looks like. If you see her, please. I mean, just the worst, dude, this is his own fucking daughter.
0: Rosemarie Fritzel and her other children resumed their lives at Yeb Stress 40, unaware that three floors below, Elizabeth was living like a caged animals in the dank airless dungeon. Her torturous existence was only punctuated by her father's visits for sex every two or three days. Slowly, she was forced to accept the bizarre new role he had planned for so long. His second wife, the mother of a new subterranean family.
1: So let's talk uh, quickly about the psychology, the Stockholm Syndrome. Obviously, I, I haven't done this story, but apparently there were bank robbers. It was like a multi-day bank robber, robbery and the the people in the bank This is where Stockholm Stockholm syndrome came came into play. The Mm. actual term, because they a lot of them, I think two or three of the the captives in the bank ended up marrying the uh, Mm. the the captors. One of
2: them is though the girl she lives in Charleston.
1: Oh shit! Really? No way! Yeah. Which one? Just one of the people that were hostages.
2: Yeah, I can't remember her name. That's
1: crazy. So that is a little bit about the Stockholm Syndrome. I haven't done the story. I don't know too much about it. But I want to say the smallest acts of gratitude when you're locked in a dungeon or you're being held against your will, and this is important, like not beating you when you're getting raped or, hey, it's cold down here. Here's a blanket. Those small acts of gratitude, which most people would take for granted, are multitudes for someone who's held in captivity. That's kind of the the Stockholm syndrome right you, you you put so much so much um, emphasis em- emphasis on the smallest acts anyway the first child came in september 1986 it was miscarried after 10 weeks mm. elizabeth goes into deep depression the father throws the fetus away and then oh, he punishes God. the daughter by turning off the lights
2: is he punishing her because she got pregnant or because she miscarried no
1: because she miscarried here's the thing about joseph
2: yeah it's yeah he's a
1: fucking sexual sexual deviant yeah but i believe his psychology is mostly he wants another family hmm. he purposely went off contraceptives to get her pregnant so he is punishing her now for miscarrying all right
2: hmm. sounds like gilead <laughs> interesting
1: so yeah it's crazy 1987 now she is without lights for months 19, and there's like no natural light. It's in, in you know what I'm saying? It's no light coming in. In 1987, this is when he starts actually going to Thailand. He's relatively successful now. He goes to Pattaya, Thailand. And we got plenty of photos of him sunbathing. Mm. So he's in Thailand. He's happy as can be. His daughter is in a dungeon with no lights. Now, he does stock up the uh, refrigerator for her, you know, because he's such a good guy. Anyway, he's sunbathing in Thailand and he goes to the Pattaya Sex Resort, which is notorious for um, sex boys, teenage sex boys, rent boys, boys. I thai mean, boys. Thai boys. chai boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. chai boys. He he's, he's having sex with boys. I mean, I don't know. 1988, she gets pregnant again. Now, Elizabeth is 22 years old. This time, he actually helps with the birth. The first time, he didn't. He helps with the birth. You know how how he does that? He brings her some anatomy books. And he's nowhere near the baby when it's born. She cuts the cord. That baby is named Kirsten, the baby in the hospital.
2: Mm.
1: Now, he is proud of his, quote, second proper family, end quote. The baby was sickly, epilepsy, and had screaming fits, much like 19 years later when she went completely crazy, I guess, and just had a screaming fit so bad that it got him out of the dungeon. Now, at this point, the dungeon was only one room. This is bad. (laughs) This story is fucking bad.
0: Yep, it's bad. (laughs) Holy shit. Yep, it's bad.
1: At this point, the uh, dungeon is still just one room, so this is the first time he starts raping his daughter in front of his daughter or his granddaughter. He's
0: raping his daughter.
1: Yeah, but he's... Yeah, his daughter. From his daughter. Which is crazy. Because he would... Yeah, so Elizabeth is his daughter. Right. But And then she has a, a daughter.
0: Kirsten. Kirsten. His granddaughter slash so daughter.
1: Granddaughter slash daughter.
0: He's also raping her. No, 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 no. That hasn't
1: been made public if that happened. But... A lot of people speculate she was being groomed for the next uh, dungeon.
2: The next dungeon? He was going to build no, another dungeon? No,
1: not the dungeon? next. The, um,
0: the next family.
1: Yeah. So he most likely he was oh, going to okay. ex- exterminate oh, Elizabeth, oh, the mother. Oh,
0: okay. oh, oh, no. Okay,
1: okay, okay. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's fucking the worst type of Nazi, right? Fucking... That's the only way you can tell this story is to remember he's a fucking Nazi. That's the only way it makes sense. Like What the fuck? In 1989, the new baby was born Stefan. And in 1991, a fourth child was born. And these these babies were two years apart. Uh, The oldest boy grows up to be five nine in a dungeon that's five six. Mm. So he is permanently crippled because he obviously can't walk. And uh, here's a quote from the book. Quote, now Elizabeth begged her father for more room for her two toddlers and new babies so they would not have to witness her being continually raped. Now, around this time, so she wants she wants the room. She's got to build it herself, right? It takes 10 years. She moves all the dirt by hand. All those other rooms that y'all saw in the dungeon. All of those. She moves all that dirt with her bare hands. He doesn't even bring her a fucking shovel. That's that's With her fucking hands, 10 years to move this dirt with her fucking bare hands. He's out screwing Thailand, you know, rent boys and can't even bring a shovel. Oh, my God. Anyway.
2: I, I just don't... I don't even know. Now, around this time,
1: he had a great idea because the dungeon's getting way too filled, all these kids. So, I'm going to bring... He says, I'm going to bring half the kids upstairs and... The rest of the kids can stay down here. So all the other kids you have now, we're going to bring upstairs. And so how that happens is, I mean, you can't just have a kid show up at the house because the fucking mother, who has no idea that her daughter is being raped six feet below her feet, would know. So Elizabeth has to write another note from the cult. And this is what the note says.
0: I hope that you are all healthy. You will probably be shocked to hear from me after all these years with a real live surprise, no less. I'm leaving you my little, daughter, my little daughter, Lisa. Take good care of my girl. She is a good girl. I will contact you again later. I beg you not to look for me because I am doing well. It would be useless and would only increase my suffering, uh, that of my children. Neither are too many children or education desired there. Elizabeth.
1: Yeah. So I just want to point out again that this is uh, requested by Regina. <laughs>
0: <story>. Thanks,
1: Regina. <laughs> okay, so now Joseph gets a great idea. The best ideas they ever had. Okay, because at first he adopted Lisa, the the newborn baby. And he's like, all right. And the Austrian government is paying him $230 a month. But then he realizes that if he would have fostered the child, he would have got paid $1,500 a month. So the other kids that are going to end up on his doorstep magically are going to be fostered, not uh, adopted. Yep. Around this time, Elizabeth's teeth started falling out, and her children started developing rickets. Ooh. And
2: like th- Jimmy Rickets,
1: yeah the only um, the only medicine or any health that he would bring down was a bottle of aspirin. Hmm. So, and then the the one son that uh, one one that was born, obviously the one that he got tried for murder for. I think his name was Michael. I'm not 100% sure. I don't have it in my notes, but he was dead in three days, but he would have survived if he had medical intervention. Mm. But one of the things is they were going to try him for murder, right? But there's no evidence that the kid was thrown in an incinerator. The thing about this story is when it finally came out, they didn't even know if he was going to go to prison. And if he did, it was going to be for like, Incest or something stupid. They said the best way that they could get this guy is a slavery charge, which is 20 years. Because a murder charge, you only serve 10 years for it in prison. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Austria, man. I don't care. Yeah. But a slavery charge, you can get 20 years. And that would maybe end his life. Anyway, what what do you guys think of this so far?
2: (laughs) I think. I don't know how much more I can yeah, take of this. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the, <laughs> it's getting a little
0: queasy. Uh, the,
1: okay, yeah, we'll stop it. the The rest of it is a repetitive, not repetitive, but lot, a lot more rape.
0: Should we go back to the hospital then? Like how he got?
1: <sighs> yeah. So one more thing about the dungeon, and this is common in a lot of cases because there are more dungeon cases, not with the family, but there was actually. Someone who was uh, Kirsten, uh, not Kirsten, I can't, can't remember her name, but we, I didn't do the case. But it was in Austria, too. And she was kept in a dungeon as well. And It wasn't a relative, but it was someone that the guy knew. N- had seen, you know, t- type like a Jamie Claus type of scenario. Mm. And one of the things that the captors will always use as a scare tactic is say, if you leave, there's poison gas or something or, you know, the basement flood, you'll be dead. Now, here's the thing. This guy is like 80 years old when he's going and having sex in Thailand with the Viagra, with these rent boys. He tells police that because they ask him, you know, what what if something happens? What if you have a heart attack? No one knows your subterranean family's down there. They're going to starve to death. Oh, I have the door on an automatic opening timer to release and let them free which was complete bullshit.
2: Yeah, how are you going to know like they, oh they, once they I die, it, it opens they, it's not,
0: they they, that's they, how it they
1: never fucking he never they cuz they checked they just it.
0: would have died.
1: They just would that's have died. It. That's and that's why he said when he was arrested, "Oh, I could have and he was doing it like making himself look better. Oh, I could have killed them." Like what was I could have killed them? Mm. Oh my god. This guy uh I yeah, we'll stop, man, cuz it, it He's in prison now, and hopefully he'll be in prison for the rest of his life.
0: So so how did they connect?
1: Kirsten has this fit in 2008. She clogs up the toilet. He is threatened to be exposed. He had to do something. He makes Elizabeth promise him, and she does, that, and she was going along with it for a while, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That's Stockholm Syndrome. She promises, but... Eventually, the police, luckily, this whole thing is because of this doctor. This doctor reader did not want to lose his patient and was going out of his bounds, appealing to the mass media for the mother. It is He is the reason why this dungeon is open.
2: Well, thank anyway, you.
1: Anyway, this Kirsten comes in. She is now in an induced coma. She All of her organs fell, mm. everything else. The mother comes in. And then that's when she breaks down, like I said. Now, about Kirsten, she did pull through. And, in fact, the the photo I showed you, if that is them, that would be Kirsten and her mom. She pulled through, and and all all the other children pulled through, and everyone survived. He is in prison. Someone attempted to kill him once, but... His lawyer had, um, was seeking the insanity plea. Mm-hmm. However, they just found out that he was nothing but pure narcissistic. But that's not insane. That's right. just Another disorder, yeah. yeah. So he is currently in prison.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Well, he doesn't seem to have much longer left, so. Right.
1: No, I mean, he's on, he's on his deathbed. And he says he was appealing to his wife, Rosemarie, oh my and his daughter Elizabeth to come visit him
2: I'm sorry like like no no
0: absolutely not like I would not I hope they're all in a much better place yeah for sure yeah
1: hopefully they're being taken really good care of he is incarcerated at Garston Abbey he's apparently got life in prison I think it's more natural life since he's I mean he's on his way out yeah so did they
0: get him on a slavery charge is that what they ended up
1: that's a good question let me see um I have it in my notes, but since we're not gonna do the rest of the thing.
0: <laughs> I think we've yeah we've covered <laughs> most of it. Yeah. Um
1: <sighs> Uh let me see. So they did end up feeling the uh filling the dungeon with concrete, which is good, good because there were, you know, the media mm-hmm. they were there were um uh, this entrepreneurs and this always happens where they try to make this ghoulish business out of it and some guy rented a tour bus and would stop at the house so people can gawk at it type of shit. It, people are just fucking off. Yeah, that's terrible. But um so he was convicted of murder by negligence. 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 Yeah. yeah. Negligence ne- negligence, I can say. There you that. go. But basically the the one that was thrown into the incinerator that lasted three days, he could have He could have lived. Yeah, and, and luckily he actually admitted all this stuff too. Mm, you yeah. Know? Uh he he doesn't He Even to this day, he claims that he didn't rape his own daughter until she was, what, 19 and in the cellar for years. Like, I mean, come on, dude. His forensic psychiatrist got him for a, quote, severe combined personality disorder that includes borderline schizotypal Mm -hmm. and schizoid personalities and a sexual disorder, Mm -hmm. which is definitely known because he has... He was having a lot of sex, even at his age. Right. I mean, there's one thing about taking Viagra, but he was, his libido was unnatural. The uh, psychiatrists actually recommend he receive psych- psychiatric care instead of being locked up in, in a prison. However, thank thankfully, and he took uh, copious notes too, so all the rapes and everything else, all those documented, Ugh. they try to reunite the families upstairs and downstairs mm. I don't believe that ended up working because as you see, and it's not any fault of the upstairs family. They had no idea. But right. the daughters upstairs, who are the same age as, as the daughters below, you know, they're living two different lives. Right. You see the daughters upstairs, you know, Tannin and Vienna and all this because they're rich, all this lavish lifestyle, and the people downstairs are getting bare nothing in their downstairs in the dungeon. So I, I don't believe the family integrated, even though they did it first. That's pretty much it. So we don't know where Elizabeth is at, but uh, you know, hope for, and then the best. Yeah. Uh, till this day, he he has shown absolutely no remorse. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. He actually claims that he just put her in the the uh, dungeon because she was doing drugs and drinking, and he just wanted to protect her. Wow. Yeah, he is the worst type of fucking person. <laughs> His name is uh, the incest monster, and Mm -hmm. I know it's uh, Das incest something. I can't remember the last one, but that's what he's known as. And uh, yeah, so that's the case. Really disturbing. I did not have fun doing this case. Well,
0: thanks, Regina, or should we say Regina? That was so mean.
1: Yeah, that was a, and, and we skipped a lot of things, but it just gets worse from there
0: think we can use our imagination Mm -hmm. yeah
1: but uh anyway so that's how that one turned out i appreciate uh, the request regina and if you want to listen to these episodes ad free you can support us talkmer.com slash join and become our supremos and that'd be great and my name is john until next time good night you lovely lovely people